It's the Blow Off Live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the hour where there's nothing left to prove. Experimental lack of concern. It's a perfect world being heard. This is the maniacal hour. Pure 100% underground. Powered by the emotion of self-passion. This is how we get down. It's the rain all about it. coming to take control. Why have I disappeared? Can you boys hear me? We yeah. Can hear you, but we can't yeah, see you. Can't see me. Well, anyway, while I've rectified that, I'm your host, Jimmy T. Unfortunately, you can't see me right now for whatever reason. But it doesn't matter because I'll fix it. But like I said, I'm your host, Jimmy T. And tonight, it's a special episode. First of all, my usual co-host on every other show, you can find us on The Skirmish or Uncaged. But Mr. Chris AMBS himself, it's bullshit in the morning. What's cracking, my friend? How's Canada? Canada's good, man. Um, my uh, my hometown up here, Kenora, uh, set a set a new record um, for the for the most snowfall uh, that we've had this month. So that's been great. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> at some point here, spring is actually going to happen in Canada and I'll be super happy for that. But until then I'll just hold up in my, uh, in my igloo here. Um, and, uh, you know, just get rides on polar bears and shit like that. But yes, I am Chris Ams, AMBS, like lambs with Noel or bullshit first thing in the morning. And, uh, I'm happy to be on the blow off with Jimmy and Whoa. also, well, and also the Dollar King himself, dollar, Mr. Dollar Bill, Mr. Dollar Dollar Bill, no doubt, Mr. Kevin Sexy Time Panetta. I believe this is your debut on the Blow Off, man. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, I made sure I put on a glove real quick so I can get uh-huh. out the Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love Seth, man. And love- you know what, man? Before we talk about the news of professional wrestling during the week, I'll just touch on you, dude. You were like uh, wrestling in the PWA. What was it, in Ohio? Yeah, in the uh, Greenfield, Ohio. I was in the PWA Great American Rumble, a 20-man uh, over-the-top rumble. It's like a yearly tradition there. Uh, it was an awesome experience. We, I was originally just supposed to be Ari Alexander. She's like the women's champion, and she's in Ohio Valley Wrestling. She's actually on AEW Dark here and then, too. Uh, mm. me and my, yeah, me and my buddy were just supposed to escort her to the ring, and I uh, – I lucked out and got into the rumble as well. Oh, awesome, dude. That's that's crazy. Yeah, hey. yeah, no, but there's the wrong camera, man. I think my phone, I hopefully my battery hasn't died. Mm. Oh, which it has. Well, that, that's probably why, obviously. So while I get that fixed, man. Anyway, guys, but before we go on, tell tell them about your experience, man. I mean, how was it being in the ring? I love the way you were, dude. You looked great, even from your expressions your, and everything, dude. You you seemed like you knew what you were doing. Heck, man, it's like you've been in the business for the last 10 years. Well, I have a lot of work to do. I wouldn't go that far, but uh, definitely I'm a big fan of psychology. So I definitely had to think. I had to look tough. You know, I had to, like, play a gimmick. When I was escorting Ari, I had to look more tougher. And then when I went the Rumble, I could have a little more personality. Um, well, like I said, man, I loved everything about what you were doing, dude. Even that little sort of, you know, like before a match where you sort of done that little movement, you know, towards your opponent and all that, man. That was cool. That really popped me. 
and just everything about it, man. Like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Even when you got eliminated, dude, except it, it looked tough you going over those ropes. Oh, yeah, it hurts. It, there, there's no padding on that floor. It definitely hurt. Uh, it was loud, too, because like, uh, I was wearing Air Force Ones. So you heard the big, like, oh, no shit. wrestling boots because I wasn't sure I was wrestling, so I wasn't prepared that way. And then man, uh, I love I love the jacket too, just quietly. Uh, thank you. Well, we went into it thinking that we were going to be like a uh, like a Diesel and Shawn Michaels group. He was going to be like the tough guy, and I was going to be the flashier <laughs> guy. So that's, that's why awesome. I wore the furry uh, the furry vest. And uh, oh, we, we came up with the name for ourselves, the Dollar Club Enforcement Agency. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, so we had like man. a furry in her head, even if you couldn't see it on on at the arena, well, like that. Is it? Is there anything? Is there any promising wrestlers coming out of PWA right now? Oh my goodness! Yeah, the uh, the Golden State God uh, Carson Drake. He actually he actually just wanted to wrestle, and he drove all the way from California and just started a career. Wanted to make a career. No shit! He went from California to Ohio. Yeah, well, uh, I think he wrestles in Ohio full time now. Okay, uh, all right. If you check him out on YouTube and stuff too, he's got matches against Brian Pillman and stuff. He's like a uh, MJF kind of like Miz kind of character. Comes to ring the megaphone and he comes out to the crowd, talks crap on the crowd. He's he's pointing out to all the girls, he's like, You're all fat belugas in this building. It's pretty funny. He calls him <laughs> crack me up. So man, this guy's got a definite shot. He's only like 22, 23. Um, he's got a good size, but he's got to bulk up a little more. And like WWE might even look at him if he gets a little bigger size. To be like a now that Miz is getting older. <laughs> Interesting, man. I'm actually pumped, man. I mean. And also, like, I guess you're going to be doing more stuff now with PWA. And shout-outs to RBV, who I assume, uh, you know, gave you the hookup, dude. Yeah, well, uh, eventually, hopefully. But first, I definitely need to do a lot of schooling. I'm going to attend the uh, dungeon in Bethlehem. I'm uh, meeting with a guy there on Friday. I probably won't start till after the summer, though. But definitely awesome, uh, dude. a lot more often. So does that mean we can expect the Dollar King in the ring hell, soon? Absolutely. Hell yeah. And, oh, then, that's uh, brilliant, bro. and then me and uh, my, my tag team partner, we actually have like, we have like that Dollar Club Wrestling YouTube show. And we're actually going to film a match for our, ourselves and put that online soon, too. Oh, that's awesome, man. Can't wait to actually see it, man. And I'm looking forward to you being in the ring. I think it's going to be great. I think you'll be awesome. And, man, I mean, it's all, all the way up from here, dude. Yeah, thanks, guys. And thanks, RBV, for giving me that opportunity. And uh, all the guys I met there, like there's some – hopefully Skylar Hudson was cool. Uh there's a guy that wrestles on the main event in WWE, uh, Savion. Really? Yeah, oh, so hopefully, hopefully he gets something one day. And there's an awesome crowd, uh, uh, the, the Crown, Q-R-O-W-N. They have a chance, too, and uh, another tag team called My Brother's Keeper. I'd like to give a shout-out to. They're awesome, too, the uh, MBK. Ah, awesome, awesome. Looking forward to it, man. But, boys, let's get into the news. And we'll start off with some WWE slash AEW news where Becky Lynch says the women's division AEW isn't as good as WWE. She goes on to say, if you ask big-time Bex, the women's division in WWE on a, is on a whole other level compared to AEW women's landscape. Becky Lynch recently appeared as a guest on the Drew Garabo live featured cut of the day show for an in-depth interview during which she gave her thoughts on the women's scene in WWE versus AEW. She goes on to say, and this is the question first, on how the women in AEW are not as talented as the women in WWE, as well as how they don't get the same opportunities. Becky goes on to say, I wish I could say yes, but unfortunately, I don't think they are represented the way we are. They don't get as much time as we get, and frankly, they're not as good as we are. 
we have certainly on Raw, we have the best women's division in the world. I say that without any hesitation in my voice. We have the best women's division in the world. Chris, do you agree? Um, yeah, 100%. And I think that, you know, she's she's using words in sentences that can be put together, too. Uh, they don't get the same amount of time because they're not as talented as the women on the WWE roster. Um, you know, we've talked before about how in AEW, there's really four women who are, like, really excellent uh, women's wrestlers. You know, you've right. got Britt Baker, Serena Deeb, Hikaru Shida, and... Um, I'm blanking. So that, that Tony tells Storm, you Tony Storm, dude. Come Tony on. Storm. Right. So, the, so there's four women in that division who are really, really excellent. And there are yeah. others who are pretty good, um, but not really, you wouldn't see them on the WWE. Layla Hirsch would not make WWE television. Um, Marina Shafir could not make NXT television. So, you know, there's definitely a step between one company to the other. I would say that there are, you know, those four women that we, that we mentioned, they are good enough to be in the WWE. Um, but look at the WWE's division and, and who they have. I mean, Bailey's not even around. If she was in AEW, she would unquestionably be the absolute top-notch number one woman in AEW's division. So, you know, that should tell you something. I agree 100%, man. And Kev... The Dollar King himself, man. What's your thoughts? Do you agree with uh, Becky Lynch? I agree 100% too. Um, the only thing AEW women have on the WWE women is that if you're not one of the top stars in WWE, like they can bury you quickly. Like if uh, yeah, I don't know if the Jordan isn't buried, but if she was in AEW right now, she would be portrayed as like a goddess over there and she'd be coming off better. But definitely Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, all of them would be best by far over in AEW right now all of all of them even oscar um, well that's that's the issue with uh AEW, man i mean they think they've got a decent freaking women's roster but in my opinion they don't nah, three or four, like yeah there's literally about four of them dude i mean i can't really name anyone anyone else it's pretty much tony storm hikaru shida um uh, Britt baker and uh serena d that's mm. it I mean, whereas in WWE, you've got a pretty strong women's division from all sides. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, it's a it's a matter of um, you know the mid card talent in AEW still get pushed, like the the mid card women's division still gets a push, and in the right. and in WWE for the most part, if you're not part of the the number one or number two women's you know uh, programs at the time, you're not getting on television and you can just suck it up. Um, honestly, I mean, you know, we were talking about, uh, about Kevin, uh, you know, his day, you know, his debut over in, uh, sorry, what was the company called again? Professional wrestling Alliance, PWA, right. In the PWA and Aria Alexander. I mean, she would be the fifth or fourth best woman in AEW right now. If they brought her up to the main roster, she's, she has, she's got charisma. She's got a presence. She, you want to look at her when she's on TV um, not necessarily because she's pretty, although she is, but I mean, mostly just because she has like real charisma and so much of AEW women's roster do not have that. I mean, you can say whatever you want about, I know people talk about that. Uh, people laugh. Cause I, I always say yellow snow or purple people eater or whatever, but like, you know, red velvet is not charismatic. 
There's nothing about her that makes you want to watch what she's doing. So the fact that they push her as something, it's it's emblematic of the AEW women's division. And I mean, Becky's 100% right on this. I mean, you know, I, I've, I've disagreed with Becky Lynch plenty about things that she's had to say. But on this point, you can't even, I mean, show me an argument that's logical. Well, I, yeah, I agree, man. I mean, Kev, have you got more to say about that? Yeah, real. I think it was a big mistake adding that TBS title uh, for the secondary women's title. They would have been better off having a women's tag team title. Then you could have pushed Anna Jay and Ty Conti. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have protected people a little more, like let them learn. Jade Cargo could have been like the enforcer on the team. She's not like you guys were talking about earlier. She's not ready to go on her own, but she definitely has that star power. You yeah. protect her as much as possible. That a tag belt instead of a secondary title would have helped them so much too, and helped develop these girls a lot faster, in my opinion. I agree with both of you guys 100%, man. But she goes on to say, and the person that was interviewing me asks her, on how competition is great, but WWE is on another level. Becky continues on as she says, competition is great, and it's great for there to be another place. And I have a very good friend in Ruby Soho over there, and I would love to see her as champion one day. I'd love to see her get the spotlight she deserves. Competition's always great over here. We're on another level, and that's that. I guess she's right. And there's not much more really to, to say other than she's 100% right, except I pretty much disagree about Ruby Soho, man. I mean, I think she kind of sucks, man. And, and I think AEW has totally exposed her. Chris, am I wrong? Uh, Well, I mean, they haven't done her any favors, but I mean, this is a thing that I've said about AEW with basically everyone that they've signed. They've taken people from where they were and they've diminished everybody. They're, Almost nobody on that roster could you point to and say they're in a better position now than they were before they showed up. I mean, they were building Miro pretty well, um, but where's he been? They, you know, they, I guess you could say that they've elevated Adam Page, but at the same time, how many of our conversations have been, he's not really a world champion. This isn't working as a world champion. So they're booking people strong, but they're not actually elevating them. And I think the same is true about Ruby Soho. I think that she's a very talented wrestler, um, but nothing that they've done with her has actually elevated her. The only person I feel they elevated was John Moxley. I think John Moxley's a much bigger star now, but it's debatable. Well, no, but that's funny a good you call. bring that up. I know it is a good call because funny enough, guys, have you guys realized that Moxley hasn't actually lost a clean match in AEW so far? He actually hasn't lost cleanly in any match in AEW. Chris? I mean, uh, yeah. So, I mean, there's an example that they're pushing somebody, right? But, I mean, you can still say, like, I think I think Kevin's right. I think he is a bigger star now than he was in WWE. But you could still debate that. He was, he was what, a two-time WWE champion already? Yep. I mean, yep. he wasn't nobody in the WWE. Um, and they might be booking him stronger in AEW. And I think he feels more taken seriously in AEW, which good for him. And I'm not, I'm not making fun of that. But the average person probably still knows... Uh, Dean Ambrose almost as much or just about as much or maybe more than they do John Moxley. So what are they doing over there? It's a lot of, you know, well, we don't have anything for you right now, but we're going to put you on TV anyway, which is still better than the WWE's version of we don't have anything for you right now. We're going to release you. Good luck. (laughs) Well, you got a point there. Kev, what's your Uh, thoughts, man? 
I have one more unpopular. Well, I have an unpopular opinion. I think the internet's not going to like this, but I feel Nia Jax would be a good pickup for AW with her charisma alone. How many girls with personality? I think she could be an awesome heel over there. That look, I agree. I, I, I don't look. I'm one of those guys that doesn't think Nia Jax is that bad. Sure, she's pretty reckless in the ring at times, right? So it's Jade's half the, the girls they have, though. You know, Ty Conti. Right. No, for sure, I agree. Nyla Rose. Yep. Nyla Rose. Yeah, true. But um, does she fit in the landscape? Like, does she become the next awesome Kong pretty much? And does TK even have any interest in someone like Anaya Jax? I feel like he doesn't, Kev. Yeah, just uh, him not even looking at Braun Strowman. He doesn't want that style of Well, Well, speaking of Braun Strowman, there is a little bit of a feud going on between him and TK. And to be fair, I know TK has spoken to Braun Strowman, but nothing really came you know, out of it. The thing is, does he really fit in AEW's landscape, Kev? Because no. I don't think he does, man. But then they go and sign Satnam Singh, you know, like he doesn't fit it either. That that puzzles me, bro. I, I don't know what to tell you there, man. I yeah, think that so is the dumbest freaking yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, Chris, do we have a point? <laughs> yeah, you guys do have a point, but at the same time, I'm just gonna say this one time. Um, if you own a wrestling company and you can't find a spot for somebody the size and charisma of Braun Strowman, quit and go do something else. Ooh. Speaking of that, too, if you can't find a storyline for God, talk a, a Russian that talks to God right now with all I mean, really, Miro, right now, how what do you feel? <laughs> I mean, what's going on with Miro, Kev? I mean, we've been wondering now for freaking months, it feels like. I mean, for how many months has he been out for? Since he lost the well, he was in that one. He, he replaced Moxley when Moxley had the uh, with the rehab. That was his last. Oh match. yeah, you're right, right. And how long ago was that? Like four or five months, maybe more. I watched that match live. Nice. Yeah. Well, well, well. Oh yeah, you were there, right? So guys, tell me, like, what's happening here with Miro? Is it Miro taking this time off, or does TK and AEW truly not know what to do with him right now, Chris? I mean, I think it doesn't matter. If he wants to take time off, you tell him, okay, yeah, you can take a month off. That's fine. You you can afford to do that. Two, three months, you start getting into the point where people just forget about you. And when you come back, you have to rebuild all of your heat. That's just yeah. dumb. And if you're and if you're TK and you're allowing that, again, like I, I've said this I don't know how many times. TK needs people to help him figure out how to run the company. Um, he, you, you don't let your, you know, if you're, if you're, <laughs> I mean, the Jaguars are their own brand of comedy, but I mean, if you're, if you're running a football team, you don't, you don't grab your, your quarterback when he says, okay, I need some time off and say, okay, yeah, take the next three months off. You can't do that. You, he's gone for the whole season. That's too much of a, that's too much of a loss. Letting Miro do whatever he's doing for this long is bad business and, Again, give us a reason. If he is going to be gone for three months, you know, tell us that he, you know, tell us that he's in the fucking Ukraine right now. Like, honestly, I know that's going to push some buttons for people. But if you want to have a an edgy PG-13, that's what you tell people. Uh, he's been recruited and he's off in the Ukraine fighting right now. Great. <laughs> God, imagine that. They're probably, yeah. I mean, right. Like you said, it's as simple as that, right? I mean, Kev. I agree 100%, Chris, but then he shoots himself in the foot when he does TikTok videos with uh, Lana in bathing suits all year round. Oh, yeah. 
it's still doing them. Don't get me started on TikTok and how ridiculous that is. We we talked about that last week, right? Becky Lynch was complaining about, oh, the fans know too much. It's because you won't shut the fuck up. Yeah. If you want to like put your personal stuff out there, have like a fake like a fake account, not your Becky Lynch name, you know, not your exactly. True. Have a burner account, right? I mean, but these guys don't get it, man. They continue to talk back to to bots or whatever you want to call them or smarky marks whatever right but they continue man they continue to do so look at Liv morgan for example guys she was part of a scam dude i mean did you hear about that she was literally this close to getting scammed thank god people fucking realized but that's how gullible these people are man i mean kev do you agree yeah, man. Like I had like, uh, if you like any girls like post on like Instagram and stuff too, then there's all these bots that come and like try to take your money too. It's pretty right. cool. <laughs> I'm smart enough to be like, dude, you're not the real Liv Morgan. Shut up. <laughs> I know. What the fuck, bro? I can't believe there's people stupid enough out there, man, that think, I mean, shit, man. I can call myself John Cena and then write to some random fan and say, hey, yo, you can't see me. I'm fucking, you know, I'm John Cena. You wiener, if you, you, know if I mean? you want to see me, send me five dollars yeah. on PayPal. Fuck it, fuck five dollars. Send me fifty fucking k, and you will see me literally, <laughs> like literally. But yeah, man, I, I don't know, man. There's some I don't I don't want to say wacky fans, but I guess there's some wacky fans out there, guys. And these motherfuckers are gullible for fucking anything, man. So. It is what it is. I mean, look at that dude that attacked Seth Rollins, for example. He thought he was talking legitly to Seth Rollins, hence why he went to attack Seth Rollins on Raw a few months back or a year ago, wherever it's been. True. I mean, fuck. But anyway, guys, let's move on to WWE news, where Randy Orton says he will still be with the WWE when Roman Reigns goes to Hollywood. Orton goes on to say, a lot of people ask me what my legacy will be I think you're talking WWE more specifically. My legacy will be that I was the next guy after The Undertaker. That what that was the only person that never went anywhere else and had more matches, more titles, more accolades. I don't care. Roman Reigns, I'm sure he's got Dwayne Johnson's agent number on speed dial. Roman will be in Hollywood. I'll still be here. I'm in my prime, ladies and gentlemen. I've got a long way to go. My legacy will be that I did it longer than anybody chris is he onto something oh for sure yeah i mean randy orton is uh he's the stalwart in the wwe and even when he's gotten in trouble um his response to getting in trouble um even you know even as a young man we knew that he had some anger issues some actual real life anger issues um but even early on, he took his lumps. When somebody said, okay, you got to go away now for a bit. You're suspended. He went and he served his suspension and he came right back. And um, yeah, I mean, to me, the legacy is, you know, legacy. It's the fact that he's been there for as long as he has. And he's been doing everything as well as he has for the amount of time that he has. To me, he's right about commenting himself as, you know, that that next undertaker in the locker room. And he's not the same personality. They're not going to be the same kind of people. Um, but yeah, Randy Orton's been a great professional. Um, and I think he deserves any accolades he gets. Yeah, Kev, is he right? 
Um, yeah, I'm a big Randy Orton fan too. And like, he's the perfect sports entertainment wrestler, the best TV wrestler, I think too. Like, um, and just like Chris was saying too, his legacy, just like him and Edge are always going to be remembered fondly just because they've been there for years. They never left. Jericho was another guy like that for a little bit too. And uh, it's a good thing for Orton too. He has that lighter schedule so he can take some time off. You know, he never has to job too, too much. Uh, that's kind of what they should have given Jeff Hardy. Kept him strong though when Jeff Hardy was there too instead of losing all the time. But yeah, Def Orton's definitely right. And Roman Reigns is absolutely going to Hollywood too. He's already in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. He was in... Uh, that David Spade Netflix movie too. Seriously, he's already got his feet in the water up there too. I agree with both of you guys. I think, look, I'll admit, man, I was never the biggest Auden fan originally when he first came onto the scene. I mean, I liked him. He was all right and whatnot, but I just, I don't know. I just didn't like him, but I knew he was going to be a star and I know how talented he was. But now as he's gotten older and he's, and as he's matured a lot more, I'm a big Orton fan, man. I actually think everyone's saying Cody should be the guy to dethrone Roman. I dare say maybe it should be Orton. I think Orton's actually the guy other than Cody. Chris, do you yeah. think I'm onto something there? I, I couldn't care less about not. I couldn't care less about Cody Rhodes. I don't care what he does. It's so boring <laughs> and I'm so over everything about Cody Rhodes. Um, you know, he's a dad. Did you know he had a baby? Um, yeah, I, it's fine. Um <laughs> as far as like the as far as like who should take the belt um yeah i mean it's probably going to be cody because i don't really i don't really see any other way that they build him as anything because right now there's a there's still a big portion of that audience looking at cody and kind of you know that meme where the guy's poking the dead thing and it's you know he's saying do something i think there's a lot of us in wrestling who are watching Cody, have been watching Cody. He's doing the same thing, and he has been for over a year. We're that, poking him, going, do something, Cody. Do something. Oh, boy. Kev, what do you think of Cody? And more importantly, he's ordering the man. Well, I, I, I'm a big Cody guy. I'm the opposite there. And I do like that he's bringing a contrast of AEW style, like especially with his interviews right now. I like I that. Agree. I don't think anybody should take the title from Roman. I think he's gonna, he should give up the one title, give up the raw one. And then Cody should get that, and Orton should take it from Cody just to set up Matt Riddle getting the title. Ooh, Ooh that's nice. I like it. And, yeah, I can definitely see that. But the thing is, you'd want Cody, if he does get a WWE Championship run, which I'm sure he will because I think part of him signing with WWE is actually him winning the WWE Championship. Heck, he did even say that uh, with his handshake agreement with Vince that – Vince pretty much promised him that he's going to win the WWE Championship, right? So I think he will win it. But I don't want him to have a real tiny short run, you know what I mean, and then drop it to Orton for Orton to drop it to Riddle and whatnot. And that's the only problem. But is Riddle, Kev, is he ready to get that sort of run? Not yet. Not yet. He needs to uh, get a little more serious. Um I don't know how you would turn. You think, this bro? You think? <laughs> I don't know how you would turn this character heel. Like maybe Rumble time, you little, or I, I, he'd have to come up with something uh, a little edgier. Still have oh, like definitely needs of uh, the, the the bro. So he's got to figure yeah. that. Out. But uh, he's he's over. You know, him and uh, the RK Bros. Besides Cody and Roman and Brock, they're like right there. Probably the probably the best merch sales. Probably to be honest, besides Roman. Well, I think Cody right now is the best merch seller, followed by Roman. And then probably RK Bro for sure, man. I mean, 
I can't think of anyone else. Oh. But yeah, man. Yo. Um, if uh, Cody was to beat Roman Reigns, it would not be clean. I think The Rock would come in and rock bottom him. Cody would get the pin. Think? If if it's if he's they're not going to separate the titles, Roman ain't losing clean to Cody, and he's not losing losing clean to uh, maybe Orton eventually. But I don't see it with Cody. Well, let me uh, play devil's advocate here, guys. Do you guys think Roman has become, I guess, kind of like a cancer in the locker room these days? I mean, do you think he's become the type of guy where he always wants to win, always wants to look strong, hardly ever wants to take a loss or put anyone over? Is he becoming, I guess, kind of like Hulk Hogan where, that don't work for me, brother? <laughs> Chris? If he is, then he's doing the the exact right thing. Um, he's he is the most overact, and it's not close. Um, you know, you're saying True. Cody's oh Cody's selling more merch. Cody just showed up. Let him be there for a year and see if he's still selling the same amount of merch as Roman Reigns is, um, or if he's still getting the same eyeballs, the same reactions that Roman Reigns is. Because I don't think he will be. Um, I know I'm I'm I know I'm I'm the odd man out here. I don't like Cody. Uh, fine, but really, like Roman Reigns is so strong as a champion right now, and you just had him beat like literally slay the beast. Right? He's lost twice already at WrestleMania to Brock. He goes over finally. You know, it's like a big it's a it's a big deal for him. I don't think you I don't think you have Cody Rhodes beat him anytime soon. Um to the point where I think that Kevin's actually right. The best booking would be for him to be told, look, you have to give up one of your titles. Cody wins a tournament or something, which would fit with his character anyway, because he's doing the whole, you know, wrestling is more than just, you know, sports entertainment. Vince is famous for not liking tournaments in spite of the success of the King of the Ring. You know, you could have something like that go go down. But uh, Cody Rhodes beating Roman Reigns, I I don't see it. And I didn't see it when he left. And that's why, like, if you remember back to when, when he was leaving, my thought was, I don't understand why he's going to WWE. He's not going to beat Brock. He's not going to beat Roman. And that's exactly what I said. Well, I'm going to disagree on the part where I think he will beat Roman. I just think it only makes sense storyline-wise. Think about it. you got two families that are dynasties in WWE, right? The Rhodes family, the Ananoi family, right? Wouldn't it just make sense and, and it would be a bigger deal to have Cody go over Roman Reigns for that WWE Championship? Kev? Oh, absolutely. It would make it a bigger deal. I just don't see it happening. Uh, like the second, the secondary title, like the raw title, I, I could see that happening. But if if Cody beats uh, Roman Reigns, that's Vince saying AEW is better than WWE for a minute. You know, they're not going to yeah, be. Yeah. Vince is. Pretty- oh, I see where you're coming from. No, I get you. I get you. And 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 that that's a possibility. And there I go again for whatever reason. But you're right. There is a possibility of that happening. But I do think Cody has proven himself to be a star now on his way back to WB. I know Chris is probably going to roll his eyes in me saying that, but I'll be honest with you, Chris, watching WB and Cody being on it, I know he's going to sound dumb, but Cody's automatically made WB a better show to watch in my eyes by a mile. Right. And sure. He's the same Cody from AEW. There's no ifs or buts about it. It's the same Cody, but for whatever reason, it just feels like he belongs in WWE compared to AEW, 
And for whatever reason, I don't know if it's the, the same fan base cheering him that were booing him in AEW, but they love him right now, man. And they can't get enough of Cody Mania, Chris. Yeah, sure. But but is it is it Cody or is it what they're allowing him to say and get away with on television? Um, I have my serious doubts that you couldn't just replace Kevin Owens uh, in that same spot and have him say the same kinds of things. Come out and say professional wrestling. Have him come out and say the strap or the belt or whatever, right? Stuff that we as wrestling fans all say in our common vernacular, but we know right. Vince McMahon has a problem with. I'm not convinced that you couldn't just replace Cody with Kevin Owens right now and get the same kind of face reaction. Um, Cody himself is, I mean, listen, I hate to, I don't like, I don't, and the thing is, I don't know him personally, but everything that I've seen from Cody is very vapid. He is hollow. He is empty. He, I, I, I don't see the, I don't see the kind of heart that, that I really need for a, for a true, like superstar baby face. And as funny as it sounds, I do see it out of some guys on the WWE roster, like a Kevin Owens, who really comes across as a genuine family man. Um, in spite of the fact that he's been playing a heel for the most part for the last, what, 10 years. Um, Cody just seems empty to me, and that might just be me. I don't know. Do you agree with Chris Kev? I respectfully disagree. Um, the big thing with if Cody leaving, you didn't see all those losses and losses and losses like you saw with Kevin Owens right now, too. So, like, him coming back is like the fresh coat of paint that he needed that, uh, unfortunately, Kevin Owens didn't have that. If Dolph Ziggler would have left, he went to even TNA and came back. He might be like how Drew McIntyre came back as a star, too. And I don't. I don't right. think anybody could just do what Cody's doing right too. I don't. I don't seem as empty. I just think he uh, maybe overscripts himself in his head. That one might come off a little empty because it's so like uh, calculated in his eyes. He's definitely an egomaniac. I know that. Uh, yeah, definitely. Hands, but I don't see it that way. I, I think he. Uh, that's what he needed. Just, just so he erase all those losses and losses, and that's what the problem with most of the upper mid card if the WWE is. You just saw him lose too much. Are you ever going to be able to take him serious as champion again? I agree 100%, man. And and sorry, Chris, I've got to say, man, I think he's made WWE a must-watch thing. And as far as Kevin Owens goes, man, he's been having the run of his life lately, dude. He main evented WrestleMania with Stone Cold Steve Austin. That must be a huge honor for him to be the last guy to actually wrestle Stone Cold, whether that will be his last ever match. I don't know. Time will tell. But still, it was a match. So, I mean, man, the fact that he actually got to main event WrestleMania, I'm pretty sure he's pretty stoked. And they've rewarded him pretty well. And he's pretty over with the fan base right now anyway, man. So, I don't know if he's a heel. I don't know if he's a face. He's playing a tweener in many ways. But you can't help but like the guy, man. And you want to, like, get behind him. You know what I'm saying, Chris? Yeah, I mean, like I said, he comes across as a genuine person. I mean, even as he's cutting heel promos and stuff, you kind of know that he's going home and giving his son a big hug when he gets there. Um, Cody Rhodes, to me, seems like he's going home and checking his account balance. I I just yeah. don't feel the genuineness out of Cody Rhodes. I He seems like he's the kind of person who... He seems like he's the kind of person who you wouldn't want to be friends with. So to me, Cody Rhodes has always been unlikable. And I feel the exact opposite way about his brother. I, I, 
I don't know. I just, I get feelings about people sometimes and I can't, I can't do anything about it. It's just how I feel. Fair enough. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. That's what we love here at the blow off, Chris. So no doubt, man. Well, let's move on to Tammy Sitch, aka Sunny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, apparently she thinks that uh, the accident that happened with her killing someone, she claims the man died of a heart attack, and apparently it wasn't her fault. WWE Hall of Famer, who is being investigated as part of a car accident which killed the man, took to social media this past weekend to offer her defense. Again, this is the problem with all these wrestlers responding to fucking fans. Like, she shouldn't even be saying nothing. It's going to jeopardize her actual... Right now, legally, she should be saying absolutely sweet fuck all. Nothing, but she does, nevertheless. And she responds to a fan who asked how far she was going to have killed... How fast was she going to have killed the 75-year-old man? Sitch claims that she was doing about 10 miles an hour. I don't believe that. And that the man died not from injuries suffered in the accident, but of heart attacks. She also reveals that she suffered a seizure, presumably her reason for re-ending the vehicle. Police have not officially charged Sitch as they are awaiting full toxicology results. As of this writing, they have only received part of it and will at, at that time decide whether to formally charge Sitch. Kev. Is she fucking off her guts, bro? Still in saying what she's saying? Her tweet too. There was there was there was punctuation issues. There was spelling issues. She's wrong right. for two. Like it came off like I'm not gonna uh, uh, accuse her of anything. But she could, she could have been drunk than <laughs> that. The way she people get angry. It was like a Kurt Angle TNA on a uh, Ambient tweet, you know, <laughs> or a Jeff Hardy on fucking Soma tweet. Yeah, it was. It wasn't good. Like it wasn't spelled right. It was. It was pretty bad. It didn't look good, even just the way she was writing it. And then uh, I can't take credit for this, but I did watch the Don Tony show last night. Hey, he, yeah, he brought up a police report and stuff too. There's no way in hell. Did he? Ten miles. An hour. Yeah. Okay, and he was, I haven't heard uh, that, that episode yet, but I did speak to him. Funny enough, privately. Well, he brought up her exact car model too, and they showed how much damage it would do to another car going at 12 miles an hour, and it would total a freaking car, dude. So, like, even if she was only going 12 miles an hour, it still would have done some damage. So, she absolutely, allegedly, I'm going to think that she was lying on that. Well, I'm glad you brought up DT because DT knows her personally, dude. So, I think from what he's saying, it would be pretty legit. You know what I mean? And And I tend to believe what he's on about. Chris, is Tammy fucked up or what? Is she going to get arrested? Hopefully, she goes to jail for, like, if she does get charged, dude. She's looking at at least 20 years in jail, right? I mean, it depends. It depends on the DA where she's at. I don't know. Does Do we know where she lives? Uh, she's in Jersey, I think. Oh, okay. Well, um, she probably Kev, has a DA then. Who... It happened in Florida, though. The, the actual incident happened in Florida, but I'm pretty sure she lives in Jersey. Okay. It depends on what part of Florida, though. I mean, if she's in a place where she's got a, a hyper-liberal DA, she could get a couple of years. She, you know, that that's that seems to be sort of the way that things are going with U.S. politics right now in terms of the legal system. Um, but also in terms of Ta- Tammy Sitch, um, I, and I don't say this lightly because I think that everyone deserves, uh, you know, a, you know, the chance to to pull themselves together. Uh, at some point in their lives. And I mean, everybody does it at different points, different times, right? I mean, and you're allowed to make mistakes, but at a certain point for me personally, 
I allow people to tell me who they are. I just, they tell me who they are and I let them. And I don't try to, I don't try to, you know, figure it out in my head why they're, why, you know, it, why or like what it is. Or I, I just go, okay, you're the kind of person who's going to get really drunk or really high and then operate a vehicle. So I don't know. She could be completely innocent of that. But at this point, my reaction is you've told me who you are, Sonny. I'm going to believe you. And uh, real quick too, like uh, even if she is innocent and had that seizure, that tweet was, there was no remorse for killing someone in that tweet. Absolutely at all. none, Kev. Cold. It was cold. Nothing cold, man. Not just cold. How many fucking times, Kev, had she been busted with the same shit? It was only a matter of time where she was going to cause a death. And unfortunately, she has. But I just don't understand. With her age, her maturity level is nowhere near right for her age, man. I just don't understand how she doesn't see the consequences or what she's done. You know what I mean? She was like one, like the prettiest woman alive. It's got to be hard. She was, was. <laughs> so she probably went to drugs and alcohol. It's got to be really tough to handle hitting that age when you were such an icon, you know? Yeah. It's just I mean, sad, you'll have man. to let us know in 10 years or so, I'm, Kev. I'm getting that right. <laughs> getting old. Yeah. <laughs> well, how old is she? She's in her 50s, isn't she? Yeah. Fuck, man. She used to be hot, man, but now she's just an ugly thing, in my opinion. But whatever it is what it is what do you do i mean this girl needs to be charged man the only problem with florida i think because in jersey she technically lost her license right kev am i am i right yeah she well she got like 10 i think 10 duis in her lifetime there's no way she should be driving a, a right but a, fuck. but apparently there's some sort of loophole in florida with that because it happened in florida they might not see that she didn't have a license in Jersey or some shit like that. Am I yeah, confused or with it? So she might be lucky because of that. Man, if she gets off, the fact that she's on bail right now it just blows my mind, man. Not rehab. <laughs> yeah, not re what the fuck, dude? Like, seriously. Well, I mean, they're waiting for the toxicology report, right? So I mean they they haven't been able to conclusively prove that she was inebriated. I mean I'm like pretty sure she was just because, like I said, I let people tell me who they are. Um, but if you're, if you're talking about legal stuff, if you're the police, you can't charge somebody with something unless you can prove they did it. Yeah. Well, true. I mean, I'm sure the evidence is there obviously, but, but whatever, man, she shouldn't be, if she gets off this shit, I will be shocked. She needs to be taught a lesson, man. Because she just doesn't like she doesn't understand. She doesn't understand what she does wrong all the time, man. And she's cold as fuck. Doesn't seem to care what she's done either. The fact that she's killed somebody, and like Kev said, she's being as cold as she is, like it just blows my mind. Yeah. But the but that kind of arrogance is something that she's been known for since far before her downfall. I mean, when she right. was in WWE, when she was in ECW, the whole everything backstage about her was, you know, she's pretty, but she's awful. She's a friggin' skank, guys. Come on, man. She was getting fucked by a bunch of guys in ECW locker room, <laughs> let alone Shawn Michaels and uh, apparently Bret Hart. Even Dolph Ziggler went through it. I mean, she's gone through the whole trains man like 
If she gets off of this, she's the Brock Turner of DUIs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, boy, man. Well, Tammy, if you're ever listening to us, man, get your shit together, girl. How old are you, man? Fuck. Anyway, let's move on to Scott Steiner news. And he talks about on his past issues with WWE. He goes on to say, you've got to let it go. He says, I actually appreciated the booze more than I enjoyed the cheers. It was a lot of fun, and it, and it just fit my personality then. It was a lot easier for me to piss off people, but he also goes on about the Big Papa Pump gimmick. I knew I had to go in a totally different direction, so I just totally f- flipped the switch. In amateur wrestling, you really didn't talk too much trash. Wrestling is a humbling experience. If you get too big, you'll get beat. So I had to always have that mindset. But after a while, once I saw everything in the business, the politics, I had a totally different mindset than when I broke in. I had a whole different attitude. It was more of a rage, and that's what came out on his past issues with WWE. You've got to let it go. You can't have all the bad feelings. you just got to grow up. Heck, he's right. you got to grow up. And I guess Scott Steiner has. I mean, right, Kev? Yep. I, I love Scott Steiner. Thank goodness he's back on good graces. I just want to play with him in the video games again, too, to be honest. Well, you can. I've, I'll, you can download some awesome cores actually on WB Two K Twenty Two. I don't know if you got the game. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah. Well, so does Chris and I, man, and uh, we all love it, man. We all thoroughly enjoy. I think this is the best WB Two K game in years. Oh yeah, definitely. Since Probably like- since fourteen. Fourteen was excellent too. Like the one with the ECW guys. Yep. Yeah. 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 That was the, the last good one. I loved I loved 19 though. That was pretty sick too. But yeah, man, I, I think it's even better than that. I think it's probably as good as um even the previous generation ones. Actually, I dare say even going back to PS2. Mm. I still think 14 was better, to be honest with you, but um really? a lot of that has to do with bugs too. Mm-hmm. Um okay. I like specifically with universe mode right now, after the latest patch, I can't edit or change any pay-per-views from September, October, November, or December, really? which makes it kind of hard to run. Like, cause I always have like, I have AEW and I always like have like a Me rebuilt too. WCW thing that I, that I do with the universe mode. So it's really hard. Cause there's a four month block there where I can't have any pay-per-views and it's frustrating. So if anybody really? from 2k is listening, that that'd be great. Fix that, Chris. Does yours do this? If one of my if, if somebody that's in a stable wins a championship, it gives the whole stable the stat as a title. So uh, yeah, no, does yeah. it? Yeah, it's so annoying. Like yeah, Wait, you, like you, like, like so whole NWO has a world title. I think X six does. I'm like, come on, really? It's I don't want to reset the whole thing. Yeah, that doesn't happen to me. What are you playing it on, Kev? Are you playing it on PlayStation? Yeah, PS4, PS4 still. Okay, I'm playing it on Xbox. I've never had that issue. That's that's weird. And I'm on the five, so we all have different issues. Yeah, that's strange, man. I think the five and the Series X, which I'm playing it on, have the same sort of uh, issues. Yeah. But the PS4 one is actually interesting because I've never come across that. The one thing I do hate though is the fact, and I don't know if this happens to you, Kev, or you, Chris, but the titles, like my AEW title belts, they all get blacked out. Yeah, you were talking about that last time we were talking about this, and it doesn't yeah, happen for me. Still doesn't happen for me. Yeah, it That's doesn't happen me either, but I read online it was happening for a lot of people on, on Twitter. I heard a lot of people. Well, yeah, for me, it does, and it's frustrating as hell, man. 
But anyway, let's move on to AW news. <laughs> and this one's for you, Chris. Apparently, Darius Martin is injured again, Chris. According to a report from Fightful, Darius Martin is currently out with a leg injury. Martin, Martin suffered the injury fairly recently, and it's currently unknown how long Darius will be out, or Darius, whatever you want to call him. Darius Martin will be replaced at the weekend's Warrior Wrestling event. Chris, oh, how are you surprised? No, not surprised at all. The kid moves too fast. He does too much in the ring. He doesn't sell. He doesn't take a minute. Um, and this is emblematic of a lot of young guys in professional wrestling. Nobody really does the old school, you know, take a minute to you know, take a minute to let your work sink in. Um, I've always said that like a really good example for young people in wrestling, if you want to learn how to sell both on offense and defense, take a look at a guy like Scott Hall. Uh, rest in peace, by the way. Scott Dude. would do a move and then he would stand up and he'd crack his back and he'd look out at the crowd and he'd put his hands up, right? He, he, everything between the moves uh, is what you need to pay attention to um, with these young guys. And everybody, you know, so many of the talents in AEW just want to get their shit in. And I get it. You know, that seems to be sort of the, the go-to for a lot of people in today's professional wrestling, but it, it creates a lot of injuries that could otherwise not be there. I'm not saying you don't have, you don't get to do your top rope 450 springboard splash, do it, but do one, a match and let your shit sink in and there won't be so many injuries. And it's sad because I actually think that guy is, I actually think Darius is the significantly more charismatic member of that family. Me too, man. I agree. I think he's much better. Kev, what's your thoughts, man? A hundred percent. Like the, uh, the, the the, the the high flyers they need to let the stuff breathe a little bit too they don't let it breathe it's just like it's like it's like we're talking about it's like they're playing a video game yeah yeah but hasn't this always been the issue though kev no one's telling them to slow down man no they they they, they like i always say all the time they need to listen to cornet a little bit he knows what he's talking <laughs> yeah. about slow down or jr or jericho JR. or yeah. there are guys on that roster who are telling but them hey they stop doing them, this though? but are they saying that in the back truly are they I think that they are. I, I think that y you, you've seen exactly what happens when you try to tell some of these younger generation kids what to do. I mean, when Brandon Cutler was being a smart ass with what JR told him, it oh. was like, bro, you don't get it. You don't get it at all. If you're making fun of JR telling you to stop diving like a quail, you are the <laughs> dumbest motherfucker in the locker room. <laughs> You don't have any clout. Yeah, yeah, so right. for you to be joking about it is like, bro, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. I mean, never miss an opportunity to shut the fuck up is not just about shutting the fuck up. It's also about taking the minute to listen to what's being said while you're shutting the fuck up. Um, so, no, I think that there are lots of guys in the back who are telling them, guys, fucking stop that. Slow down. And they're just there's something about this generation particularly in professional wrestling, but really sort of everywhere where their reaction is okay, boomer to yep. everything. And it's like, you're a fucking idiot period. Kev. Yeah. They just got to like meet in the, like the boomers and the young generation just got to meet in the middle, the middle a little bit too. Yeah. I think like Seth Rollins is good in the middle, you know, he's right in the middle, you know, he'll like let's it breathe a little bit, but I definitely see that they're all just like butthurt when they get they, like, who is this guy to tell me? I'm like, he right. And that's yeah. the problem. And I think that's the problem with the boomers, particularly. Do they even give a shit where, where, like, or do they keep it to themselves 
just so they can shoot them, so the youngsters can shoot themselves in the foot well, by doing what they do. You know what I'm saying? Well, they have free podcast people saying stuff all the time. Like, I would be, if you don't like Cornette or Jim Ross, listen to Lance freaking Storm. You know? Like, right, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Fuck it. Listen to him if you don't respect the other two guys. You think they're old or bigots or whatever, too. Like, Lance Storm is like, everything he says is good, you know? Canadian. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Of course. Of course. Canadian. So much but uh, they don't take it, you know? Yeah. But see, do they truly think, and they probably do. Like, oh, what does this old motherfucker know, man? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. They're just jealous because they can't do what I'm, what I can do in the fucking ring. Yeah, but if you're trees. Brandon Cutler and you're thinking that about Jr. giving you advice, just go, go be an accountant. Yeah. Fuck, like you <laughs> can't, you can't be in this business if you can't take advice from Jr. If Jr. can't, like Kev, right? Jr. comes up to you and says. Hey Kev, yeah, I, I liked your match, but here, here's a couple of pointers. Your reaction is is not going to be okay, boomer. Your reaction no, is going to be tell me more, Jesus. Please. Tell me more. Why? Yeah, like yeah. Please, please right. keep it coming. Keep it coming. Well, you know, unlike them, it's you know, it seems like we're the ones that have respect for the art of professional wrestling. These young kids seem to think they know it all and they know better, right? So it is what it is. It seems to be the same sort of issues. All the time, and it's been like this for years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? About the, you know the the young guys need to slow it down. You know what I mean? They need to do shit like this way or that way, but they just don't seem to listen. Whatever, it is what it is. But I think that covers the boys. So before we go, man, Chris, tell them where they can find you, bro. You can find me on Twitter. I have officially tweeted three times since uh, since Elon Musk took over because. Since he took over, I want to make sure that AEW knows I'm not a bot. I'm a real boy. <laughs> you can find me at ChrisAms1. Uh, also, you can try to add me on Facebook. I've said this before. I will say it again. Uh, if you are holding a wrestling belt in your profile picture, I'm not adding you. <laughs> Kev, before you give your details, man, and where they can find you, tell, tell, tell our listeners and our viewers who would have the dollar in the week of wrestling dude so far um this week so far uh even though she's kind of bitchy right now take on ty conti look pretty hot <laughs> <laughs> i like that sometimes the bitchy cool. ones are the hot ones let's be yeah. real and now on roll sure. I thought ripley looked good and oscar looked good I, I would give it to ripley a little bit i like her little her little attitude now <laughs> hey aussie 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 oi, oi, right what about the male side man um cody man it must chris hates him Cody, <laughs> I gotta go with him, man. It's gotta be Cody. I mean, come yeah. on, come on, Chris. I, hey, listen, program, bro. <laughs> listen, man. I I get it, and I like. I realize that I'm I'm probably I don't know if I'm in the minority. I think that it's a pretty good split, to be honest with you, about people who love and hate Cody. I'm just on this side, you know. If I see something different, I'm more than willing to be humble and change my mind. But as of right now, I don't know. He just comes off as Shawn Michaels. Uh, but without the drugs, like that. <laughs> so no Soma Slam for fucking Cody, huh? No. <laughs> uh, look out for Soma Slam. For we gotta get a <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> well, Kev, tell them where they can find you, brother. Cool. My uh, my personal uh, handle is Panetta Sexy Time on Twitter and TikTok, and uh, they also have like a uh, wrestling themed one where it's like a uh, we do a wrestling comedy show on YouTube. We do promos against each other at Dollar Club Wrestling. 
on TikTok and YouTube. So uh, help us out. We can use the support on there too. And you'll see some of my like live wrestling stuff on that page as well. No doubt, man. I forget to. Well, fuck you, man. You heard the man. Get on your shit, man. And I guess if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at the PWC Network and at DJ Mass Effects. But most importantly, please like and subscribe at the Blow Off Pod podbean.com where you can find this show and also you can find it on the pwc network where you can follow and subscribe at the pwc network.podbean.com in saying that i'm jimmy t that's chris sams and that's panetta sexy time and you've been listening to the blow off right here on the blowoffpod.com peace <laughs>